This week's episode is sponsored by MrPICT.com, the website where I am now moving all my CPD content online for teachers all over the world to access. We've already posted over 100 high-quality CPD videos, with other videos being added pretty much every single day. You can sign up by becoming a supporter on Facebook, or as an individual teacher, you can subscribe on the website for £3.50 a month. You can save £5 when you subscribe annually. There is also whole school packages available, so you can sign up every single staff member, even those reluctant ones, so that they can access all the high-quality CPD content and build their confidence and knowledge with step-by-step -step app tutorials, ideas for how you can reduce workload by working smarter, not harder, and ways in which you can transform every curriculum area through creative use of technology. So head over to mrpict.com and sign up today. Well, you know what Owen Wilson would say? Wow. Hello and welcome to episode 24, season 2, episode 15 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. Yes, guys, we are back. Uh, we can only apologise we didn't manage to get an episode in last week, but as you can imagine, it was very busy for both of us, as it was the dreaded SATs week. So how did it go for you, Adam? It was good, yeah. Uh, first year in seven years, I actually wasn't involved uh, in the SATs. Oh, really? So yeah, have you not yeah. seen... Oh, God, I, I was going to ask you about a question. Well, I've, I've, I have... Um, I've had like... I've obviously spoke about the tests. I, I've not, I only had a little scan through the reading booklet. Am I allowed to say that after the tests? Yeah, why not? All right, well... Come at us, DFE. Don't, don't want to get in trouble, pal. <laughs> yeah, got, look at, look at to, how much you worry, then. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm an absolutely cacked it. Oh, I'm an absolute panic station, mate. Am I all right to mention that I read it? Yeah, it's true, but... I mean, I didn't read it. <laughs> it's not Matilda. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, I mean, the, the text seemed long... Long, long... For an hour as well to do it is, yeah. is an absolute... Yeah. yeah, so I didn't really read... But I just had a little scout through and... I thought yeah. the first two were all right, but the third one was... What question did you want to ask me? It was on the maths one. That one where it was like... 17. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> no. Nailed it, move on. Because the one that seemed to confuse quite a few people, and, and, and we'll, we'll say it anyway, there was one where it was like um, uh, a, a squared... Uh, loads of squares. <laughs> hey, good maths. It was a square, loads of squares. No, I think it was like... Um, a rectangle grid. of squared paper. Yeah, I think so. And it was like, um, make two cuts to create a rectangle and two squares of different shapes. And I just could not get it for ages. And do you know what? Do you know how we've mentioned, like, verbal, non-verbal reasoning? Yeah, yeah. And there was just kids who were amazing at the non-verbal stuff. Yeah, that yeah. is just... You can't teach that. You've either got it or you've not. It's just you've got that ability to see and visualise that. Yeah, yeah. And some of the poor kids. I haven't got the uh, ability. I remember I never used to do well. Um, I never used to do well at school with them. Is it non-verbal? <laughs> I thought you should have put the period there. Definitely. I never do well at school. Uh, no, they're non-verbal ones because it is a... Uh, it, you know, I'd be sat. I always remember I'd be sat there and I'd be looking. You know, didn't he usually like two pictures and say which one? Am no, I it'd right be like a, se it's like it'd be a, a sequence. sequence. Yeah. So there'd be three pictures, and then you had to pick the correct fourth picture depending on. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then I'd be looking at it, but and everyone used. To, I remember this kid in my class who was 
pretty quiet. Wasn't like the the highest achiever, but he used to smash these tests. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'd be sat there and I'd just be thinking about you know tea and what I was going to have when I got home and and stuff. And I always used to think like. Uh, probably C. It's probably C and just circling just going C. For the multiple choice. Exactly, but um a one in four chance. That's um, the thing, it's not a, it's not yeah, for everyone. There was a funny moment because I was in year two when they were doing the arithmetic and there was a moment where uh, a child had put two answers and um I sort of said, you know, you can only choose one. And she just went, I know. But I just don't know which one's the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless him. Uh, yeah, know. but it's always it's, uh, it. it's always nice when it's when it's over because Oh, it's party time. When it's when it's over it's you get the old the fresh smell of the wood. And by the wood I mean the rounders bats. <laughs> when the weather was nice, it was like, let's get these out. Do you know what? I'm not uh, I'm teaching year two tomorrow. So I could get the round. I was going to do a bit two. of tag. Year two. That's what I mean. Year but I got the text saying, age. Can you do can you do P with him tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow morning, I'm going to do tag rugby, I think. Yeah, year I'm two itching. Not, year I'm two's itching to get those rounders bats out. Year two's not rounders age. No, nah. No chance. No, you need to give them tennis rackets, don't we? Um, so talking of thinking of tea, did you hear the news this week that Jamie Oliver's restaurants are going ad- into administration? I did, I did. And, and I'd like to think that this podcast <laughs> may well have helped. Well, it's, it's funny, actually, I mean... You know, I didn't hear the news of Jamie Oliver's restaurants going under, but um, I was I was sent so many things <laughs> on like Facebook and uh, on WhatsApp and all that, just about like justice for the Twizzler and <laughs> karma. That's karma for Turkey Twizzlers. Nineties kids remember. And the, the thing is, it's like you know, maybe maybe I'm just being a little bit um, you know arrogant, but. I don't remember hearing about Turkey Twizzlers that much before the podcast came out. And, you know, there's been a little bit of love for it. And suddenly now it's everywhere. And there's talk of it coming back. I mean, there's there's a big, big push for it coming back. And all I say is, you know, if you can bring back, like, classic shows that they've been doing, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. What else have they brought back? Uh, I don't know. They brought back Prison Break, didn't they, after years? For a season, yeah. You know... Why not bring back Bernard Matthews needs to pull his finger out? And would and you here's one then, would you accept a vegan Twizzler if it made a comeback? <laughs> like the vegan sausage roll? That, that, or are you gonna pierce Morgan it and just Um do I have zero problem with, with vegans and their beliefs and, and, and <laughs> It's not a religion, it's But they you know, they're they're right to, to do what they want, but no. That there's a negative on the vegan Twizzler. <laughs> it's a you know if they wanted to, they could you know bring out two 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 different things like you know turkey Twizzler, vegan Twizzler. But you know I'd be firmly sticking with it. It I, I, the thought of it brings a smile to my face because I always remember that little kind of cartoon guy on the front of the packets, and I just think to myself if I ever walk through Iceland and I see it again. I'm going to think that I had something to do with it. <laughs> but let's all just hope, let's push it. But now, you know, Jamie Oliver's... I, I, and the funny thing is, he, he, you know, he's Italian and I was reading today that it was overpriced and that it was, wasn't great food. He could have bought a multi-pack of Twizzlers if he wouldn't have gotten ran out of town. Yeah. Multi-pack of Twizzlers, done some Twizzler pasta, done yeah. some Twizzler tortellini. yeah. Well, didn't he open a, a breakfast bar and it was something like 12 quid for beans on toast or something oh, like that? I don't know, but it's not me that. I mean, you can you can literally go and get 
I always think this, you can go and get like a spoon's breakfast. Yeah, that'd be on Saturday just, morning. It's just a it? huge, massive breakfast. Not not the necessarily the greatest quality. Yeah, but you know but what you it does the absolute job, doesn't it? Well that'll be us on Saturday because we're on our stag do come the weekend. Yes. One of our friends. Uh yeah, we're going up to Newcastle. So if you're listening to this before the bank holiday weekend and you are from Newcastle and you know of some good places that you'd like us to go, or you think we'd like to go. <laughs> you'd like us to go? Yeah, no, yeah. but you know what I mean, some nice uh, bars, or let us know, drop us a message, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it might be. Um, first time that I've ever had a night out in Newcastle. I've been to Newcastle once uh, a few years ago now, and it was it was absolutely class. I mean, yeah. it was right early doors, Geordie Shaw time, so you know we were giving it all, oh, I'm going to get mortal, man, I'm going to yeah. do it and do that. But um, and we did, yeah. <laughs> and it was absolutely, uh, yeah, it was, it was insane to be fair. But now I'm excited for it; it'll be good. So, um, so yeah, we've got something special planned for the stag as well that he doesn't know. But if uh, if you have a look at the my Insta story over the weekend, I'm sure you'll uh, you'll enjoy the sight. Oh God, I just don't even want to think about it. So, um, so yeah, so we've got all the features coming your way. Should we start with the first one? Let's go for it. Okay then, so Diabolical Leader of the Week this week. And I just want to make it clear, by the way, when we do this feature, we are not having a go at all leadership teams. We both know, because we both work for great leaders, that um, there are some amazing leadership teams out there doing some incredible things, but at the same time, there's also some dreadful things going on, and we want to almost expose them. Not like naming, shaming, but just talk about some of the things that are happening for a couple of reasons. One, because obviously what we share is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and two, if you do have someone in charge that, you know, you sort of might question some of the decision-making, when you hear these stories, you might appreciate appreciate them a little bit more because you think, well, at least they're not as bad as what I'm hearing through these stories. Um, but this one, this one this week isn't a specific story. I want to talk a little bit about a general trend I see happening in a lot of schools that I just can't get my head around. And it's this weird sort of uh, evolution of teacher interviews. Now, we're in a, we're in a position as a profession where, uh, you know, there are re- retention and recruitment issues where not as many people are going into teaching, not many people are staying in teaching. But then... When you are uh, recruiting a teacher, why do you have to turn the recruitment process or the interview process into like uh, a weird heptathlon uh, event just before you're even shortlisted? Now, you might not be aware of this, I don't know, but you keep, I keep seeing things on Facebook where people are obviously applying for a school, they might be getting a short li- a, a, an interview, get the shortlist from the CV, and the interview, but then comes through the briefing and it is the most random sort of task that you have to complete, which is just crazy. So, you know, you will need to prepare a 20-minute interview for a group of children going from reception to year six 
One of them thinks they're, or one of them will be the next Einstein. Another one thinks he's Donald Trump. You're going to have to do the lesson blindfolded. You will have a TA, and you're going to have to plan for that TA, but for unknown reasons, they cannot use their hands. Is um, this true? <laughs> I'm exaggerating a little oh, right. bit. God, but basically, it's this... I was literally sat here then, just kind of drifting a little bit, and I was just like, what? Yeah. Really blindfolded? That, I've never heard that before. No, but I wouldn't be surprised is what the point I'm trying to make. Oh, right. You know, it's like you've got to do a spag lesson on subjunctive form and then by the end of it the children have to find the cure for cancer and then you get these poor really <laughs> <laughs> what school's that I genuinely I was sat here like no way <laughs> no that this is me exaggerating my but, goodness yeah it's, it's, it's madness it's crazy and, and um, it's not far off that anyway and then these poor sort of students are in these Facebook groups now going can anyone advise me on what to do and you just think and I'll tell you the other one, funny one now is where you see um, they've, they've asked me to bring in an object. Like, this is, this is a true one. Um, they've asked me to bring in an object that I can share that personifies what I'm about as a teacher and what I can add to the school. Wow. So... What would you bring in? What would I bring in? Mm. An Pro- iPad. Probably a, a bottle of Xanax, and it'd represent... The pressure I felt under doing the bloody interview, probably. Mine would be toilet roll. <laughs> Go on. Um, no, just because... Because you're going to wipe up the, the crap around it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to clear up the crap. Yeah. No, because um, no, my uh, the, the toilet I went to in school today had no toilet roll. <laughs> so it's literally just... So why have you brought the toilet roll? Budgets. Budgets. Yeah. Budget cuts, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can imagine some people taking it very, very seriously, oh, though, having, like, all sorts. Having... They'd have, like, a rock, wouldn't they, and just be like, because I'll be that rock to them children who need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah. Uh, but what makes me laugh about it is you could bring something in and it could be... But what the, what has that got any... It's got no bearing on how good you are as a teacher. Do you know it, what I mean? It's true, yeah. Someone could bring in... Uh, something that they've, whatever it might be, and they could go on this talk about how it, rep- like you, like this is a stone. Yeah. And this stone represents. <laughs> All right, Thor, <laughs> this is the infinity stone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd bring in, I, that's what I'd bring in. Um, Thanos. Thanos's glove. The governor's stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, because when I click my fingers, uh, half half the school will, will be expelled. <laughs> we'll off roll. Off roll. Um, so, yeah, so. That's my Diabolical Leader of the Week nomination. Because let's be honest, who's got time for all that faff when it comes... Especially if it goes to, like, senior leadership. So if you go in for a deputy job or a head job, the interview process suddenly becomes, like, a week-long thing where you've got to do everything. Um, And I think the most frustrating thing, because it's now become this thing that you've got to go through the process, is because I got messaged by someone saying that they've been for, like, the fourth deputy head job someone messaged into the Facebook page and said uh, they've gone through the whole interview process for each job to then be given to someone internal, you know, someone who was already... Like, how frustrating must that be if you know you're already going to give it... If it's already going to go to the internal? I had one the other uh, other day where she said, you know, I applied for a job. There was one internal um, candidate, two two men, and then she said, should I even be here? (laughs) And I was like, ooh. So, uh, so yeah, so that's my nomination. Anything to add there, Adam? Is that what you'd bring in then, toilet roll? Uh, I'm giving no, you an opportunity. Probably not. 
what would I bring in? Is it? Uh, it'd be one you'd have to think about. I would probably bring in... Twizzlers. Um, no, I'd probably bring in something like, you know, something like a medal or a, or a trophy or a certificate and just be like, this is what I'm going to work towards success. <laughs> and then they'll probably be like, um, thanks for coming. <laughs> um, we'll be in touch, that classic... We'll be in touch. Just yeah. like, ah, cheers. Yeah. Got a chance. Uh, yeah. No, I have to say, I, I, I uh, you know, like he's, like you said, I don't really know about them kind of crazy interviews, but um, I've always been good in an interview, me. I've I can imagine that. I can imagine you being, because you've had so much experience of it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I remember speaking... A diverse I remember interview. speaking uh, a while ago about the interview I had at... Um, the Odeon that time, and do you remember me? I spoke about it on the podcast where he asked me what film character I'd be. Oh, to be fair for Odeon, that's a deal. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I said John McClane out of Die Hard because if the Trafford Centre got took over by terrorists, I'd, I'd <laughs> be wanting to fight back. Which, which the guy just couldn't believe. The guy was just like, the cojones on this guy. And I was just like, yippee ki <laughs> um, But And then oh. I remember I went to it, I went for, and I don't know if I've told many people this. It was like, um, I went for an interview at Card Warehouse once, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, now, you can laugh what you want, but any card for any occasion... Yeah, no, no, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and I remember the woman was... The woman must have just had a candy stick outside because she absolutely <laughs> ponged of a, of, a, of a ciggy. Yeah. And she sat down and she was just kind of... It was dead, you know, informal. She was just like, you know, and I was there like, in a shirt and tie. Shirt and tie, And then yeah. they were all in their blue polos. So the woman was just like, so if you... What did she ask me? She said something like, so if you saw a customer looking for something, what would you do? <laughs> and I went, I'd just make my way over. I went, I wouldn't, I wouldn't engage the personal space. I was just like, but I'd just, you know, say, hi, is everyone okay there? Do you need a, do you need a hand with anything? And then I said, and guide them wherever they needed to go for whichever occasion they were looking to buy for. And she was just like, bang on, mate. Ba- bang on. And I was just like, so, so, so have I got it? And then she was just like, when can you start? But then, unfortunately for Card Warehouse, Iceland put, put in an early bid. They transferred deadline. And, and Iceland pipped me to the post. <laughs> So I started and there. And why? I started there. Because Not, they still had the Twizzlers. That's it, because they were Twizzlers for 20% off. Twiz- <laughs> Twizzlers in chicken gear balls. Oh, mini chicken. Uh, talking about, I'll tell you what, that's another one for the listeners to remember. They're mini chicken Kiev balls. Yeah. Have I spoke about them before? No, not in the podcast. They are like, oh, dream, like dream stuff. But, and I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, I'm sure there'll be someone somewhere there was a, I got in from a night out and I was so eager. I didn't get a takeaway. I was so eager for these mini Kiev balls. So I put them all on the tray, put them in. And it was clear just, it was drunkenness, lack of time management. I just went to the, went to the oven, opened it, got it out. They were quite warm. I thought, brilliant. And then put a full Kiev ball in my mouth and bit into it. And all the garlic juice was like frozen. <laughs> in my mouth and I honestly genuinely I've not ate that many Kiev balls since that only probably a couple of hundred (laughs) but um, oh funny yeah yeah so um, uh, I had a similar thing because I 
I started my working career at Clark's, Clark Shoes, um, measuring kids' feet and that, which was joyous. Um, and then I applied for Next, but then I also applied for Boots at the Ooh. same time. Got offered both. Oof. Got offered both and went for the Next. Arguably the right choice. It is, because it stayed there then all the way till being a teacher. It was my job all the way through and ended up getting everyone I've ever known a job at Next, whether it was... Full-time, part-time, or just during the busy Christmas period. the the birth of the next mafia. Yeah. I'll tell you what it is. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before. The amount of people I've come across who were teachers who worked at Next. You did mention that, that. yeah. Yeah. Madness. Right. Shall we get on to the next feature, then? The Strange. The Strange. The Strange Things Okay, so the strange things that only happen in primary school this week is going to focus on certain things that happen during the assembly. You've got the whole school in the hall for the assembly, and I don't know what it is, but if you, for some reason, tell a child during a whole school assembly to stop messing with the Velcro on their shoes, suddenly there is an epid... There's just this... Uh, sort of typhoon of noise of the... Yeah. And it's like you just... Even though you're telling them not to do it, no matter what, I don't know what would happen if you said, oh, please carry on. Yeah. <laughs> would they all please those... continue with yeah. the crew. But I don't know whether it's because you tell them not to. It's the same if you say, um, can you stop coughing? And then suddenly... Yeah, yeah. <coughs> everyone's coughing. Everyone's got a frog in the throat. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's coughing. Yeah, Even the teachers are like... <coughs> yeah. yeah. It is. It's but it's not one of those things that is... Con- like, the yawn's contagious. I'll tell you what else as well, thinking about it, is you've always got absolute, you know, Billy... Billy Billy Big Balls, <laughs> who, uh, who, you know... And, you know, let's give you two a big round of applause. And then everyone's finished, and then Billy Big Buzz <laughs> just yeah. adds, that, adds that extra little clapping. <laughs> hey, Billy! <laughs> no, no, no! Spotted your son, but then you've yeah. got the, you got like because then because then what happens is what I always find is you get you get Billy there who gives it the big three, and everyone's looking at him like, "Whoa, <laughs> you 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 still in the assembly, man?" And then suddenly there's like Billy gets then a younger Billy, like a Billy apprentice. Just suddenly, he's then going, and then Billy's going, and then suddenly they're having a clap off, and, they, and everyone's watching them like, "Whoa, these guys what, aren't no. stopping." I've had a clap off of a kid before. Sometimes I've actually done that, got involved in it. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just a weird thing where children, when you tell them not to, it just sets them off. I um, just just on the, on, the, on the flip side, it just reminded me of something today. There's times, do you know there's times when, you, when you're working in school and, and when you're dealing with a kid or when, you, when you're dealing with situations and you just feel mint. Like you just feel like, <laughs> I just smashed that situation yeah. out the park. Yeah. I had two classes today for PE and I was doing tag rugby with him, um, but time was kind of running away. So the first class I took out, um, I did this game with him where it was like it was this game really fun actually game it was like poison and medicine and if you were poison you wore a bib and then you tagged the other people and then the only way to get them was to pass a ball and the ball was medicine yeah. and blah 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 
so then I took the other year two class out and uh, anyway I'm doing loads of games with them but time was really getting on so I couldn't do that game with them so then uh, we get back into class and then this kid in year two you know pretty pretty loud mouth kid was just like why didn't we do the bib game and I went excuse me and he went why didn't we do the bib game and then the TA who came out of me went the other class didn't do the bib game because he was thinking of a different bib game right He'd never played this game, so I knew he didn't know it. But then he went, well, no, because I looked out the window and they were playing the bib game. So I just straight away just went, so what you're telling me is during your learning time, (laughs) before your PE lesson, you were looking out the window, yes or no? And he was just like, looking at me. He was like, "Um, yes. And I was like, that's what you're telling me, is it? I went, during your learning time, <laughs> you were too busy looking at my lesson out the window, yes or no? And he was just, but I was doing it joking. He was just like, yes. And I was just like, do we have a problem with the bibzo? And he was just kind of like, no. <laughs> and I love it. I walked out, it's probably like, yeah, buddy. I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. Oh, funny. Um, right, so. Uh, next feature of the episode. The random thing you only find in primary schools. Okay then, random thing you only find in primary schools. Still waiting for a better intro, better melody, although, you know, I think people are getting used to it now. Um, I'd like to think so what anyway. What makes you think that... <laughs> <laughs> just the know. fact that no, I think I'm not think getting people, any complaints people have done that thing you know when you master Sky Plus when you quickly fast forward the breaks people would have mastered the skip on the fast yeah, forward you... 30 seconds yeah yeah <laughs> right so um, what we're doing in this section is just pick a random thing that you only find in primary school and this was <laughs> thanks <laughs> Thanks for the explanation, bro. I kind of lost it in the uh, in the intro there, where it said the random thing you only find in primary schools. I'm glad to know that it's you know it's just it's just a random thing you know that you find in primary schools. Right. So I don't think this happens in every school because it doesn't happen in my school. This is just from um, visiting so many other schools, and when you go to the toilet, right? Yeah, and yeah. You, you go to the toilet, and I don't know why. Lot. Yeah, but. Why is it that in, and I can't, I can only speak obviously for male toilets, but in every male toilet in a primary school, there just seems to be posters everywhere about safeguarding and protecting children against, you know, obvious issues, child protection, that sort of thing. Like, why in the toilet? I think just reading time. (laughs) But uh, if there's one thing I don't want to be contemplating, or thinking about as I'm doing my business <laughs> is is looking for signs of how to spot abuse. Yeah, but maybe maybe if they put it up elsewhere, you won't have that alone time to process the info. I'm, I've got a very smart head on tonight. I feel smart. <laughs> Do you? Ever since yeah. that, but it is that right. Thing. It is a bit random, isn't it? It is. It a bit, is random, random. Yeah, but going back, and to you wouldn't. You do, whenever you go to like, you go anywhere else in the world. And you'll never see that sort of information in a toilet. Like, you go to service stations, they have the little adverts about car insurance. Yeah, or and, and they have them, like, chewable toothbrushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never had one. I have. They're not great. Um, 
and then wherever you, else you go, like if you go to a shopping, you know, go to a toilet in the shop, it might just be what's on offer this week. Maybe it's because it's obviously with kids That's and true. schools, yeah. But, but still, it's a serious matter. Yeah, I've got two for, things for, to add, you know two things to add to that. So today, now I'm not ashamed to say that I go to the toilet at school <laughs> because at the end of the day, I'm only human. <laughs> If someone hasn't settled, it hasn't settled. Let's deal with it. We're all adults. Well, that's the thing. It's like toilet humour is funny. Yes. And, and we can have a laugh about, you know, you on the toilet. Yeah. Um, on your throne. Yeah. For the throne. Um, but then to mix it with such a serious issue, I find... Yeah, true. But, but you know, we're talking about another serious issue. And by God, I'm not comparing this to safeguarding because it's completely <laughs> not even that. Well, well recovered. But uh, thanks. <laughs> because what I'm going to get to is completely not the same. But uh, so I went to the toilet today, right? Right. I'd had, I'd had, you know, relatively hot food last night. Went to the toilet. What did you have? Curry. Okay. What type? Slimming World Tikka Masala. <laughs> so I sat down. A mas- relatively hot masala. With extra chili. <laughs> Right, With extra go. hot chilli. <laughs> so I sat down and, um, you know, did, did, did what I'd do. Yeah. And then looked to the side of me, there's no toilet roll, which is what we, what I spoke about before. In a mass panic, I was thinking, oh, my God, what am I going to yeah. do? Luckily, it's two toilets. There's a disabled toilet and just, like, a unisex toilet next door. So I usually go in the disabled, like, because it, it doesn't get used. Yeah. Um, and loads of room. Yeah. So, so kind of, and, and bars to hold on to. <laughs> when you really need when you, it. When you really, when you're going for gold. And then, <laughs> yeah, when, you, when, you, when you're doing a Steve Redgrave and you're just rowing for gold. Um, <laughs> so then I was in a mass panic, so I quickly had to, like, you know, pull my kex up. Yeah. And then I had to go into the next door. Well, after, and you're not, why? Well, no. Oh. Well, no, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. It was but a what am I supposed to do? So anyway, I went in. So anyway... Got talking and someone was saying about that. Oh, there's no no toilet roll. Our um, our caretakers off, so you know the the kind of supply yeah. isn't isn't replans not being doing isn't offering the, the yeah isn't offering. So um, I was saying about this today, and and the reply from Sue Sue, who I've mentioned on the podcast yeah. before, huge podcast fan. Her reply was, "I hope you pulled your pants up." <laughs> I went. So in the middle of a school day, you think I've walked out completely starkers. You know what I mean? What, what kind of question is that? Just walking with your pack, because you can't walk properly. Exactly, just shuffling. Yeah, shuffling. Just shuffling. Shuffling, yeah. But um, when you were talking about like, adverts in the shops, right, I recently took Nana shopping, right, and it right. brought back some absolute memories. Now, this might make me look like a proper dodgy dealer, but I hope, I hope... Not, I hope everyone remembers this. So, I don't carry around change, really. I never carry around change. I sometimes have one of them trolley dolly things, you know, that, you know, like the shapes of quids and they go into the trolleys. Yeah. But Nana's, you know, Nana, on an honest change. So, she gave me a quid to put in the trolley. So, put in the trolley in, and then at the end, you know, pat the car, Nana had got in, and then I said, I'm just going to take the trolley back. So I took the trolley back and put it in and it brought back just this so this feeling of just like, do you remember when you were like seven to, you know, well, for me, it was probably like 14, 15. <laughs> and it'd be thinking to yourself like, are they going to ask for the quid back? Yeah. yeah do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, I'd, and, I'd, and you'd pocket in and it'd flip out <laughs> and you'd just be like, come on. And you get in the car. I always remember going with like mum or dad. 
and I'd sit in the car straight away try and take the mind off it but mum mum was always the one who'd forget she'd always be a bit like come on get in the car like we've got to get back dad on the other hand (laughs) dad on the other hand you'd slide in the car the engine wouldn't even be running he'd look at you hand out like quid and, just, and, and I'd always go can I not have it and he'd go no and he'd give him the quid and it brought back the memory of the day but obviously being a 30 year old man now I put it in my pocket and I went and, and I knew <laughs> I knew Nana wasn't going to ask about it and so then I was a bit like no chance I can't do this to Nana so I took the quid out and I went, Nana, here's your quid. And she went, I'll oh, just keep it. And I was, I felt like such a piece of crap because I was thinking like, I was considering stealing this from you, Nana. So I just made sure. I was like, no, no, you take it. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, the old squid. The, yeah. yeah, but it was. But it, it was you had to play. You had to. You had to be ta- get the right tactics going. So as soon as you go in, you've got to start asking about something they're interested. Yeah. Like with dad, the way you got around dad is you'd just be like, "So how's work going, dad?" Ah. Oh. Like, <laughs> boy to death about it. <laughs> yeah. But then you're just like, yeah, got away. Got the quid. Got the quid. Crucial um, quids then. So yeah, so safeguarding information in the toilet. The random thing this week, and of course, we'd love to hear if you've got. Anything to share, random things, whatever it might be, get in touch, let us know. Um, so I'll tell you, uh, not a random thing, but a rather embarrassing thing for a parent um, happened the other week. So uh, kid, I was like, Miss P, I've got, I've got something to show you. I've got something to show you. I was like, all right. And uh, go on, guess what he had in his bag to show me. Oh, God, that's broad, isn't it? Um, a dead animal? No. Something that would embarrass the parents. Uh, like underwear? No, but you're on the right lines. God. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to reveal what... What my man's thinking. <laughs> so how about you just uh, you just let, it, let us uh, some pink furry handcuffs. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and I was like, I was like, where have you got? Uh, well, I, I, I shouldn't have brought them into school. I bet so, you were like, have you got into my drawers? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I sort of put got him to put it back in his bag. I was like, do not take them out of your bag again. If I see them again, I'm going to have to confiscate them. <laughs> I know you think like I'm gonna have to confiscate them. <laughs> yeah. Texting, Texting Claire. Claire, yeah. Texting Claire, like, hey babe, got a great confiscation. Is confiscation? Uh, Is confiscation a word? We'll allow it. We'll allow yeah, it. Confiscation. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet teachers have got some. Se- I've, I've had to take some, some scenes. Some scenes, yeah, some absolute scenes. But the. Uh, the picture on the mum's face as she picked them up and I just oh, sort of said no. I didn't get them out or anything I just but you're just like, I'm pick... really sorry I've had to confiscate them yeah <laughs> um, I just sort of made a joke of it and she was blushing she was quite embarrassed so um, but then another funny one so um, one of Claire's friends sent through a snapchat of her son like four four or five years old loads of books you know when like kids just make a mess with all these books that they've got in the toy room or whatever and then as she's like filming him just sort of looking at books she noticed out the corner of her eye was this book that was given as a like um secret santa type thing and it was how to give a good 
BJ. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. And then she's just like looking, and it, it somehow got mixed up in all the kids' <laughs> reading books. So it was like, Gruffalo, where the wild things are, how to give a good BJ. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so anyway. Fine. <laughs> You ready for a uh, bedtime story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spoke to her husband and apparently it's a good guide. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, have we got the next feature? What should we do for the next feature? Should we... Um, well, tell you what, let's start. We'll put one of the questions in because we've had a fair few questions coming through. Um, so... Have we? There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I asked for some on my uh, Instagram and we've got a couple coming through. So, um, oh, where have I put them now? All right, okay. So, the first one's quite, um, like, normal. I want some... I've put this question in, but it's uh, it's, uh, not the type of question I want us answering, to be fair, but we'll answer it anyway. Not going to get me in trouble, is it? No, what is is the most rewarding part of your job? Oh, wow. Um, More than I expected that. Yeah, I want questions like... like, Well, there's another another one. Where is this... (laughs) What's the longest time you spend in this toilet at school? <laughs> yeah. So what um, is the most rewarding part of your job? My re- most rewarding part of the job? Um, it's it's going to just sound like a classic thing, isn't it? But mine personally would be uh, kind of finding kids' strengths and, and Helping build, them like, building their, their whole kind of personality and strengths towards them. Never, not necessarily academically in sport and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, I had a brilliant... Uh, one of my most um, proudest achievements was my first year working at Moston. Um, I had this year five who, who recently joined the school. He's from Afghanistan. Um, didn't speak much English. He had a pretty hot temper. Uh, but I noticed on the playground that he was a pretty decent footballer. So I spoke to him and I spoke to his dad. And I, uh, I worked with him and, and put him in the school team. And then in year six, he, I put him as captain because he'd really come on yeah. come on and, and done really well. He ended up being like the star of the year, like academically and uh, sporting. Um, and I spoke to his dad about getting him to join a local team. I got in touch with a local team and sorted him out that way. And then it was, it was you know, and he was devastated. I've, I had to give him an award at the end of the year for his achievements and everything. And I, it was the first time I lost it in assembly. I went, my throat yeah. went, I was proper emotional. And then he was crying and we kind of embraced on the stage. <laughs> and I was just like, come here. And then, um, and then it was, it was like three, three, four years later when he was in about year nine, year 10, someone came and got me and said, there's someone who, who's here to see you at the office. And I was like, who is it? And they said, it's yeah, you know, yeah. this person. So I said, oh, I'm unbelievable. So I went downstairs and he was there and he was, he was just so polite. And he, Hi, Mr. Parkinson. And I was like, oh, how you doing? I <laughs> grabbed him like, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. And he just went, I, I've come to tell you some really uh, special news. And I was just like, what is it? And he took his jacket off and he had a Stoke City badge. And he'd been on, signed by and Stoke. He'd been signed by Stoke. And then when I, I said to him... It wasn't David, was it? No, no. It wasn't David. I've been signed by uh, Arsenal in a Stoke top. No. So he got a Stoke top on and he, and he said to me, um, I've been signed by Stoke. And I was like, tears were filling my eyes. I couldn't believe it. And then he... And then just as he was leaving, I said to him, hey, when you're getting interviewed on Sky Sports in a few years... 
don't you forget. Yeah. And then he just he, he he hugged me and went and looked at me and just went, I'll never forget what you did for me, sir. And I was literally just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was and even talking about it now, like gets me emotional because it's he like was that, um... But it it was it was the fact of, you know, the time, the effort, the ups, yeah, yeah. the downs. And there's only so much you can do at the end of the day. It's you know it's nine till three, and then whatever they go home and do in their own time, you can't yeah. really be in charge of holiday time. You can't be in charge of. But when you make that little that little difference, difference, yeah, I think that's that's hundred percent the most rewarding. The thing. most rewarding, hundred um, percent. Have you ever seen that clip where Ian Wright gets surprised by his teacher? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, one he thought like was that. dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think similar to you there, Adam, uh, as far as when I'm in school. I mean, obviously being part-time now, I don't tend to make as cl- as as deep a connection with the kids, I suppose. Uh, obviously, with everything that I'm doing now, probably the most rewarding part is knowing that if you can get a school to buy into the approach that I try and share and promote, that you know you're then having an impact on, you know hundreds of kids because the ideas inspire teachers who then use them and then so you know the the, the thought of having a course where you might have a hundred teachers sitting in getting inspired going back to school and if they just all use one idea each then that's going to be a few thousand teachers who benefit from it so I thought, I thought you were going to go like, you know, the most rewarding part for me is absolutely nothing because <laughs> I'm the baddest man in education, guys. Yeah. You'll do nothing. Yeah, yeah I'd like to thank <laughs> absolutely nobody. You went Geordie then. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> but yeah, and, and um, obviously with, with the approach now being very much about workload and well-being, just getting messages from teachers where either this podcast is helping them switch off and putting a smile on the face, the videos on Facebook, anything like that, you know, so I mean. again oh happens all the time with old betsy have you checked out carvana yet they have thousands of cars for under twenty thousand dollars but do those thousands of cars have personality like old betsy betsy's held together by tape and there are raccoons living in the engine it's a family car uh there are flames on the hood ah, custom paint job no dad the car's on fire how many cars did you say carvana had visit carvana.com to shop thousands of cars for under twenty thousand dollars we'll drive you happy at carvana before I do get loads of messages from teachers sort of coming to me asking for advice with all the negative sort of side of things and uh, issues as far as mental health and that sort of thing so to know that I've been able to help teachers with that and I'm very very passionate about that is also very rewarding you do a good job brother oh cheers pal cheers pal right should we go on let's mix up a little bit should we do over the week indeed we shall Oh, what I know When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Okay, so the O of the week is courtesy of one of our listeners who has shared this story. Um, So I shall share it with you. So in a school I've worked in, there was a TA... He would wander off quite often just doing her own thing. Until her came on. I thought it might have been at your school there, I do. Anyway, one day the TA wandered off and the teacher didn't think anything about it 
As said above, this happens quite often. It wasn't until she appeared half an hour later that she explained she was in the art cupboard, which was a shed outside, and the head, who was given a tour, had seen that the shed was open and closed the door and put the padlock on it. (laughs) (laughs) So she was stuck in there. It wasn't until the child walked past the shed that she banged on the window and the child alerted the teacher who then released her. <laughs> what an O. Oh, imagine. He's a big O. Yeah, so that's our O of the week. And if you've got a funny story, any, any, any O's? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you don't. I'm not the guy to blow, blow my own O trumpet, but <laughs> I actually made an O this week. It was only a little subtle O, not a biggie. Um, but I um, basically. I was doing. I did this sport assembly uh, just gone by, and I was speaking about all the highlights of the year and and yeah. everything that we've done and this and this and this. And then earlier in the year, I took like a group of like thirty kids to, yeah. uh, and this was about half seven at night. Took them to a Great Britain basketball game that right. was played in. Um, oh, where is it? Where was it played now? Like near Bellevue. Right. At the National Basketball Centre, and they played a European country, which I thought was Norway. Right. So I went. I was in assembly, and I was going, you know, and one of the, you know, one of the highlights of the year has been when we went to watch Great Britain play basketball. What unbelievable! Put your hands up if you went there. Oh, amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, they played Norway. I think it was. They, they played Norway, didn't they? And then someone shouted out, "Austria!" And I was like, "Ah!" I was like. <laughs> They, they didn't. I went. I know what team they played, pal, and they did not play Australia. <laughs> and then someone, one of the teachers went Austria, and I was just like, and it was, it, you know, the penny dropped, and I was like, ooh, and I was like, I literally looked at her, and she listens to the podcast, and I was just like, what no, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of assembly. Um, I had I had this one the other day. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be easy to explain, but anyway, driving from Leicester to York, stopped off at a, a services to get a subway salad. Right. Yeah. So, if if there's anyone that's never had a Subway salad, it's different from the Subway sandwiches. Now, the Subway sandwiches <laughs> come... Six, I've, got, I've got to explain this. So, you get your six-inch or your foot-long, right? So, in the, with the salad, it's in a bowl. You get a salad bowl. I'm this. trying to explain if anyone's not been to Subway. Why are you so aggressive, bro? Because <laughs> I know you, you're just acting eat, like... Just eat your lettuce. <laughs> yeah. So... I'd, uh, there was just this one woman working there and she took forever. Abs- you know, forever. And serving a couple of people in front, I, I, honestly, I f- felt like I was stood there for about f- 20 minutes. And then eventually she said, what do you want? So she made me this Subway salad. And I've had a few Subway salads before, but this was the most unique Subway salad I've ever had in my life in that there was probably two pieces of lettuce. But... Should I, I, I regret this because I felt a bit sorry for her because she was on her own and it was quite busy. But then at the same time, fill it with lettuce. Do you know what I mean? What's lettuce at the end of the day? Don't you burn more calories eating lettuce than you do eating lettuce? <laughs> what? So, like, there's more calories. You burn cal- more calories than are in a piece of lettuce. I'm sure that's the thing. Like, You're by- talking science to me, man. Like- yeah. Anyway, so... No lettuce in there. I was like, I'll have steak, steak and cheese with extra chicken. She was like, Do you want it warm? I was steak like, Steak and cheese with extra chicken. Yeah, it's a controversial salad bowl. That no, I just I needed the protein. Um, so she's gone. Do you want cheese on it? And, I, and now I've, I've had a few subways before, and it's always you do the meat in the microwave or the grill, warm it up. Mm. 
salty salad bowl, and then the cheese is one of the last things to go on. She yeah, yeah. put the cheese on the meat, and then put that in the in the grill, so the cheese like melted onto the meat. That's, sounds good. Mm, I don't know, well, but then it well, just. Do you, do you realize we're on the over the week here? <laughs> Not the, not the greatest meal of all time. Yeah, but the funniest thing was... Are we heading to the O now? Yeah, you're heading to the O yeah. now. So she'd made it and, yeah. And then she'd gone, would you like a bag? So I've gone, yeah, please. And she's got one of the bags, but the bag she's got is for the foot-long sandwiches. Oh, yeah, the long, right. thin The bag. long, thin bag. The old, the old balloon. <laughs> yeah. So she's trying to fit it around. Oh, no. All right. And she's there for ages. And and I was sort of like... Why didn't you say something, bro? No, I'd have just been like, don't think that's going to fit, man. No, but she was there for ages. It was like... It was just ridiculous. She was she's trying every single angle. <laughs> It's like five times too big. I can't believe she was still trying. You'd sometimes make the mistake of like, oh, and the whole wrong bag. And eventually I went, I went, um, no bag's fine. <laughs> I went, usually there's a different type of bag. And she went, is there? And then this other guy came from around the back, saw what she'd done and was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you get those bags. Oh, so she, must, like, she must have been. I know. Me. But then he made eye contact to me with me and he could just I did, could did just... he do this subtle hint of the lift of eyebrow like can you believe that yeah sorry about that pal and uh, but again it was quite busy as well so there's other people watch it I just thought what that that's that's my o, o of the week that's a good O that yeah right so how was the salad uh, it was decent yeah because of the melted cheese well I didn't eat it until I got to the hotel so that's probably why the melted cheese probably wasn't as good if I'd have eaten it straight away but anyway um Another question, another question, another question. How do you deal with mood hoovers? What? Do you know what mood hoovers are? No. Right, so I'm sure I've talked about mood hoovers before on this podcast. Basically, negative Nellies. Just the teachers in school that are, like, negative about everything. Um, even, even if it's like the, t- the head teacher says, you can have today off, didn't moan about it. Oh, right, OK. Well, I... I'll have to speak from past experience because genuinely um, the staff I work with now couldn't say nicer stuff about them. But old, my old staff, <laughs> <laughs> how long you got? Yeah. Um, how would I deal with, with ne- negative Nellies? Um, the mood hoovers, the lemon suckers. It would be quite simple, actually. It'd be, and this is genuine what I do, is act like I'm having the best day. <laughs> Every day. It doesn't matter if I'm having a bad day. Yeah. And it just kind of like, can you believe we've got can you believe we've got to do this again? And I'll just be like, I know, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like that guy on the Go Compare advert. <laughs> oh fantastic! <laughs> go compare. Oh fantastic. <laughs> it's good advice that actually. But I, what, Kill them I, with kindness, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What I, what you've got to accept is that this is not unique to teaching. There are negative Nellies in every walk of life. Like, take the Game of Thrones season. You've got people who have enjoyed it. How did you... What did you think of the ending? i not asked you ever. Um, Just in a word. In a word, underwhelmed. Right, OK. Fair. I, I didn't mind it. I, the thing was, 
It was a lot more satisfying than other endings like Lost. Do you remember the ending to Lost? Didn't watch Lost. Lost, Did you know? lost it. Lost, <laughs> lost it. it after first. Well, yeah, episode. but people just nitpick it. Everything. So the the thing is, you're never going to get it perfect in in anything you do. There's always going to be doubters. There's always going to be haters. Yeah, there's that's, always going to be negative Nellies. That's life, isn't it? You need. I th- I feel like you you need negative Nellies to keep you positive. Do you know what, what I mean? For, for, if so. everyone was positive, if every single person was positive, then it'd just be like. A, a bit sickly, wouldn't it? When, when did you go, the negative, no, I get that, but then at the same time, when you go down the route of like trolling and stuff, there's a there's a line well, yeah, that you have to draw. Well, well, don't 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 troll me on the podcast like that. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not like saying like yeah, but you need trolls. You need like you need these abusers. You know, not at all. I'm saying like I'm saying like just in like a school environment, for example, the negative Nellies make you look good <laughs> they make you look yeah yeah you know yeah. what I mean I think you just gotta accept that they're gonna be there don't fall into the trap of associating yourself with them do what Adam does beat him with kindness just uh yeah that's what I, I yeah. fantastic <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah um right a couple of other questions well one qu- one other question and then have we got what other flashback and then we've got the things kids don't understand right so um would you rather have a teacher who wasn't very good at teaching but great banter, or would you have an amazing teacher with zero bants? Oh, wow. And I think that's like as a parallel, like if you were to work, either obviously you, if that was your class teacher, or as in, for me, as in the, a parallel to, teacher. Oh, uh, oh, wow. So would you rather work for a teacher who wasn't great but had great so banter. is this a teacher that I would work with yeah are you saying or what that I would have as a child no work with I'd work with um, I'd work with the knowledgeable one with no bants because I've got enough bants to go around oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no because um, I'll tell you what if there was a person who couldn't really teach and had bants <laughs> and me <laughs> Then be no, it'd just bathroom. be it just be a stand up, stand up every day. Kids would just be coming in, just laughing, no pens. Put your pens away, guys. Put Got a new away. sketch. You're not going to need them today. <laughs> what balloon animal do you want? <laughs> um, it's a tough one, that isn't it? Because I think what makes a school great is obviously having a great team. I think what can make a teacher amazing is having a great team around you. True. But obviously you've got to be good at what you do. But people can learn, people can change. I don't think you can learn. I, I don't know. We, no, I'm not saying about it. You can learn how to teach better is what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're born with this band, man. Yeah. So I think it's, it's harder, it's easier to get a, a bad teacher better than no one would bad. teacher funnier. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I think it'd be cringe if you had an unfunny teacher and they started to try and be funny. Yeah, yeah. It'd be grim. You know, like, just like, um, miss, can I sharpen my pencil? That's what she said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd, just, I'd just be looking over like, that, 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 that's a negative on the joke. <laughs> that, that's a negative. <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, right, I've, I've been saving this one. Been saving this one because this is amazing, right? And honestly, I think we, this could turn into a new feature. Actually, okay. in fact, I like new features. Yeah, so this could be a new feature because um, I'm sure so many of you have got a similar thing. Um, I reckon this could be the the uh, the theme. Bro, and I don't 
So, the anonymous confessions. Teacher like, confessions. Teacher confessions. This one is an absolute beaut. It is juicy. Oh. Juicy. So, after breaking up with my partner of a long time, we were engaged and everything. Uh, had the whole wedding planned until I caught him cheating. It completely destroyed me, and it's taken me ages to build up my confidence. Uh, and eventually, I ventured into the world of online dating. Ooh. Right. I got matched with someone who seemed amazing, and we arranged to meet up. I was reluctant about it, but my friends told me to go for it and said, just enjoy it. Uh, the date was amazing, so amazing that I ended up staying at his. Um, I think we can infer what might have happened. We continued texting, and it seemed to be going in the right direction until tonight when I was dismissing my class to see him stood there picking up his child. We had arranged to meet up again. But now he's a parent of a ch- uh, now he's a parent of a child in my class. I'm not sure what to do. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> my goodness! That is juicy. I that want these juicy. stories. Yeah, they I are good. I want these stories. They are good. Um, what what do you do? Uh, I mean, what can you do? Isn't it? Is it? Is it against the? Is it against law or is it? Is it? I don't think it, it's against the is law. It frowned upon. It's very. It would be very very frowned upon. But not However, if you didn't know. Yeah, not if you did. Well, the thing is, if it's recent, if it's happened, which I think it has, then just just. I think shit. a lot depends on the kid as well. You know, if it's if it's a if it's a good point. If it's a good kid. Yeah. Like I could chill with it. I could chill out. Yeah, with this yeah. Kid. I could watch. You know, I could watch Keenan and Kel with this kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not Keenan and Kel anymore. But if it's. Do you know he's in another show on Disney now? Yeah, no, I have to sit yeah. through it. It's a nightmare. If it's um, if it's you know, yeah, so if it's like the, if, it, if it's the one that doesn't make all the right choices, if it's Billy the Clapper, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. End of a cinema film. He's clapping. <laughs> no, no, no. That's negative on the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if it's a nice enough kid that you like, but yeah, how do you approach that? That, that, one? that would be that. Would I think. Be, I, think I mean, I'm just glad it's early days. I'm glad like she hasn't like fell in love or anything, and then well, that would sounds be like it was going stuff. the right direction. However, here's my point: um, find out if a you're staying in next year, staying in the same year group. Because look, we've got. Wait a, a minute! Few... Wait a minute! Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Just going back. I don't want to. I don't want to throw shade at this woman because she's gone through heartbreak. She's been yeah. cheated on. By the way, if you're listening, that guy's a fool. Mm. Um, but the guy that she's gone back with probably watched some Netflix and chile, 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 <laughs> as if he's not mentioned he's got a kid. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, as if he's not mentioned he's got a kid. I mean, you tell every man and his dog you've got triplets in a, in a, in a two-mile <laughs> radius. You know you've got triplets. I'm just saying, well, you like, hear him now with the trumpets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, no, but do you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. She, well, she must have said, like, are you married? Are you, are you divorced? And he, he, he'd well, be they like, could oh, have mentioned it and just not said that. Well, like, that I bet he's just like, I've got a kid. Yeah, Let's put on some narcos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's put on some narcos. <laughs> uh, but I can't read the subtitles, don't you worry? <laughs> yeah. Um, we ain't we ain't reading any <laughs> subtitles. Yeah. The point I'm trying to make here though is if this has happened now, you're probably in the best position because just chill it for a few weeks till you get to the summer and then he's gone to another class. Yeah. So you're not having to teach him. Then you can ride that pedalo talking about where he could have gone better in the year. 
the kid I'm talking about. <laughs> I was going to say, don't go in. The partner tips. Yeah, so um, there you go. There's your advice from the two Mr. P's. Good confession. Good confession. Great first well, I want to hear these confessions. I want the juicy gossip. It's completely anonymous. No one knows who it is. So get sharing them. Head over to two Mr. P's podcast. It could be a good or way you can of just... sharing as well. Do you know what I mean? Like if, you, yeah, if you're yeah. feeling guilty about something, if you, you know, if you've had a bad toilet episode, <laughs> anything, you just throw it in there because no one knows who you are. Yeah, and we'd, 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 we'd share it, we'd talk about it, we might be able to solve the problem. I might enter one. What? Anonymous. Oh, right. And have you read it out and me just be sat there like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so, um, yeah, next feature... The thing kids today wouldn't have a clue about. Okay, so in this feature we talk about something that we used to do as children that kids nowadays just cannot do for whatever reason, whether it's technology, just the world's changed. Um, This one's an interesting one. So do you remember when it was your birthday? Yeah. And you used to get all the cards from your relatives with a, you know, a diver or a tenor in. Mm. And then on the night of your birthday or the day after, you would have to do the rounds on the phone. Oh, yeah. And you'd have to phone up your relatives and thank them for the card. And it was fine. I think you go through a stage when you're like six, seven, eight, when it's all right. Then you go for that awkward Where stage. you don't want to speak. Yeah, you don't really want yeah, to speak yeah. or you don't really know what to speak about. And it's it's obviously not your immediate family, like your grandma, and it's the it's the aunties who aren't real aunties. Yeah, yeah. Family friends. Yeah, yeah. And they just they're probably just not wanting to speak either. Like, yeah, they're probably like, sat yeah. down trying to watch cold feet. <laughs> and yeah. you're there like, Hiya! Oh, yeah. Thanks for the dinner. And they're just like, Do you have a nice birthday? Yeah. Yeah, it was just that the same conversation like mm. ten times, but your mum would just be staying close by, just keeping an eye on. <laughs> I'm well, sure you'd, have like, that, you'd have that one where, say, the one that you wouldn't be up for phoning, and you'd pretend you no, know, but it'd ring out, and you just and it go, and you just go, yes. <laughs> Sorry, mom, you saw me. I tried. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, it's just text, WhatsApp group, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one where it's everyone writes on your wall because that's funny, isn't it? The, the, the type of people who write on your wall for happy birthday. Oh. People you've not seen for years. You have no engagement. You don't even know you were Facebook friends, but all of a sudden on your birthday it just pops up. And it's like, happy birthday. I once met a guy at uni, and on a night out, he brought his cousin out, right? <laughs> and then his cousin added me the next day on Facebook. <laughs> Genuinely, nine years later, he wrote on my wall like, Hey, happy birthday, bud. Have a great day. And I was literally just like... I met you once. Yeah, I don't even... I literally looked at him like, who the hell is this uh, guy? It's like one mutual friend with a cousin who I don't speak to anymore either. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's what made me laugh about the whole... Uh, when you were saying about card warehouse, because surely they're, they're holding on to some sort of business because I reckon cards are dying a death. Or traditional card shops, because... Obviously, Funky Pigeon. I'm all about that Funky Pigeon. 
Mm. Like, um, for my birthday, Claire got a picture of my face in, in Jon Snow's face. Oh, I remember, yeah. Yeah. I got, um, I got my wife a really funny anniversary card, you know, from that thoughtful. Right. Um, which, to be fair, it's my anniversary tomorrow. And I yeah. know that my wife isn't listening to the podcast until Friday because she's driving to Birmingham. So I'll say the card because she won't be, she won't know. I was I was because obviously you know me I'm a card I'm a I'm a card me. Um, so I just got this card that said, "Me and my Willie really love you." <laughs> what was it? What was the one you got me for my birthday? Uh, it was the. It was a Brexit one, wasn't it? Was it? Where it was one, like. Yeah. Pulling out is never a good idea. Or something Pulling like that. out never works. <laughs> yeah. uh, but now, yeah, now it's just something on your face. But I've got, I stopped doing it now. I stopped, you know, if it's someone's birthday who I care about, they'll, do you know what they'll get from me? A text message. I, I like, I, you know, I like a card though. I, I do like a card because there's always that depressing one where... You know, and it's and it's now. I mean, I was I just recently turned thirty, and 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 you know, your cards over the years just diminish. I mean, when you used to have a party, like oh yeah, you, used you know, to... with the fellas at Alphabet Zoo or Mackey's, and you get presents, cards, and galore. You know, dollar to go to go and and, and splash wherever you wanted. And yeah. Stationery box was big. You know, back in the day, you used yeah. to love going stationery box and getting a decent new uh, pencil case. But um, you know, I remember. You know, on my on my thirtieth, apart from like Kim's stuff, I had like maybe like three, four cards. Know, it, was, it was nothing. It does get smaller and smaller. But no, but card warehouse will still carry on. I tell you what, it's just with cards as well, right? Here are the ones that I can get behind, and then these others that I don't see the point of, right? Um, birthday cards, all right, I can make the effort for that. Wedding anniversaries, but only for your wife. Yeah. Well, who else? No, but do you know like. Only for we, your first wife. <laughs> yeah, but some you get people get other people cards about their wedding anniversary. Christmas cards, I'm not, I'm not into. Yeah, Make like, a donation. Go well, and donate to a food food bank. Something like that. Use okay. the money more wisely. Va- Valentine's Day, I'm not a fan of. Too commercial. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not keen on Valentine's Day. To be fair. Um, Easter cards, no thanks. No, it's a no from me. Yeah. Uh, Halloween cards. Can you get Halloween cards? Nah. <laughs> just uh, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Yeah, you've got to get them. Mother's Day, Father's Day. That that stuff. Yeah, but when is it my day? <laughs> oh, the kids are like, when is it Children's Day? Every day. <laughs> Classic <laughs> response. Um, I always remember saying, "I always Father's Day soon, isn't it?" I, it's June, isn't it? Yeah. I always remember saying to Dad every time, "When's it our day?" And he always he'd say, <laughs> "Every bloody day." <laughs> Every bloody day is your day. Uh, right, let's um, finish the episode off with flashback. Flashback! Flashback! It's affected every one of us! Okay, so flashback throwback. Because um, it's been a while, let's spring up the results. Interesting, interesting. So, if you remember last episode, we were talking about the old family type parties at your local uh, social club. Um, 
the songs the DJ used to absolutely drop that I'd get the whole party going. Three choices each. I had You To Me or Everything, Band of Gold, Come and Eileen. Adam had Someone Else's Guy, I'm In The Mood For Dancing, Young Carts Run Free. I don't think this is going to be en- the end of these sort of choices because I reckon there's got to be a... Oh, there's there's got to be a week more. where we do like the best end of night songs. All right. Like the last song at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. um, but Never. it was nine seven. You need to, to keep tally of these. I'm scores. going nine seven. Um and then the 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 people have spoken, Adam. Fifty nine percent to you, forty one percent to me. So I have to say though, nine, eight it's, now. it's a toughie. It's a toughie that. And um, I'm going to throw a little bit out there. I've got two friends at work, Rachel and Sue. Um, Sue, second mention, you're welcome. <laughs> um, and they said to me, oh, Adam, you know, we really preferred Lee's uh, selections this week. Oh, yes. And I was like, really? And he went, oh, don't worry, we voted for you. Oh, but that's like, not right. I was like, appreciate it, ladies. Do you know, do you know I accidentally voted for you? And then I had to undo my vote. Oh, that's so <laughs> dirty. That's so dirty. So that makes it 9 8, 9 8 uh, to me. And this week's theme, because it's the release of the new Aladdin film, or the live action Aladdin film. Have you seen Is it out today? Out today. Out yeah. today, yeah. So um, it got us reminiscing about old Disney films. So we're, we're, we're going for the funniest Disney characters. Pre 2000s, noughties, yeah. Yeah, so Roughly, we're talking yeah. 90s or anything before that, just three of the funniest. Um, so Adam got first dibs, and I know what he's gone for here, and that, and that might win it for him, but go on. Oh, you shouldn't get to introduce these. You know, Adam, he, 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 stop, he, he treated me really badly the other day, anyway. You go first. Um, Right, I'm gonna go. Or I'm gonna save go, it, save it for the last. Yeah, I'm saving it for the last. So I'm gonna go for um, out of a great Disney film. My daughter absolutely loves it. I remember, I remember loving it back in the day, but I didn't really, um, you know, I didn't really appreciate it for, until recently again. And it's Mulan, and it's uh, Mushu. Oh, that's, that's the next one to get a remake. Yeah, it? it's yeah, Mushu, um, the Eddie Murphy voiced dragon. Yeah. Um, and you know, bef- this was pre. This was pre... It is Mushu, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Mushu, yeah. It is a... Oh, you don't even know your choices. You don't even well, know no, the name Well, no, it's not choices. that. It's, oh, do you right, not remember okay. Rush Hour? Do you remember Rush Hour? Yeah. And uh, and the outtakes at the end of Rush Hour 2. Yeah. And they used to go like, I want some Mushu! And then Jackie Chan goes like, Mushu, are you hungry? Do you not remember that? Not really. But anyway... Um, <laughs> anyone out there who's, listened, who's watched Rush Hour 2's outtakes, get in touch, please. Um, yeah, so... This was pre-Eddie Murphy Donkey Shrek days and it proper highlighted just what a great voice comic actor, voice yeah. Eddie Murphy's gotten. And Mushu's top, top character. I remember loving him back in the day. Um, well, I think Mulan was quite a serious film, it was, really, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was well serious. And so and he brought that comic release. Yeah, and, it, and it's, you know, and that the remake, I mean, coming out at such a key point about, you know, Equal rights and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be gender equality. It's going to be good, that, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got to say, I think I prefer him as Donkey, though. But so you're, you're digging out my choice again, there, yeah? <laughs> Going for a bit of a DreamWorks animation. <laughs> it's Disney, brother. Yeah. Right, my first choice. We're going to Beauty and the Beast, and it's 
Lumiere. Ah, good. Yeah, bonjour, good bonjour. <laughs> the candlelight. Um, just uh, candlestick. Candlestick. Sorry. Uh, he was just he don't was, need choices, bro. Yeah, I loved everything about him. He was the song. B. Ah. Yeah. Guest. B. Ah. Guest. Um, Put our service to the test. Yeah. Uh, and he was just he was just pants all the way through. Him and mm. what's the other one? Uh, Clockwork. No, what's it called? Clockwork. No. Cogsworth. 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 Yeah. He just used to. Anyway, wind listeners, him up. if you you know this a true Disney fan here, and there's a fake. <laughs> you did what's his it. name? Anti-clockwise. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Cogsworth, and he was dead serious. And Lumiere just used to make take the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And there's always that bit where we're the, a bit. You're a bit Cogsworth. I'm a bit. Lumiere. Oh, here we go. It's the uh, wee, 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 Chris Pratt fear. thing again. Hey, listen, that Chris <laughs> Pratt thing is serious. So, Cumberbatch. I think my favourite, <laughs> my favourite scene with Lumiere is when Belle's dad goes into the castle and picks him up, and he hears him talking, and then he goes, "Who's there? Who's there?" And then Lumiere goes. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Go on. Your second choice. Uh, now, this was tough. This was really tough because I was really torn between Timon and Pumba. Love the pair of them. Uh, cannot wait for the live-action Lion King because yeah. I'm such a huge Seth Rogen fan. And, and the it's the... He's Pumba. Um, he's Pumba and Fingy's Timon, isn't he? The one who used to do that show in the streets where he used to wind people up in the street, play that quiz game in the streets. Oh, Billy, Billy Acart. Yeah, like yeah. But... Um, but you know, and Timon and Pumba were brilliant back in the day, and they were they they, they were just class. And uh, but I'm actually gonna throw out um, the the guy or the monkey at the start of Lion King, which is Rafiki. Yeah. And the reason why is I don't know why it used to proper make me laugh when he used to when he was hitting Simba across the head with his stick. And then, he was, and then he was running away and he was going like, what are you doing? And he was just like, here banana, scratch banana. Woody, 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 woody. I, I used to love it. And he was just like, the king has returned. I yeah. used to be like, this guy, yeah. this guy with his face pain. But it's actually his face. <laughs> Sick guy. Um, yeah, fair. He was, yeah, un- yeah, underrated, I'd say. He's, he, uh, what was the one where it was like, it, didn't he put something where he, he sort of, he rubbed, he rubbed the picture out, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then he put the thing around his face. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right, my second choice, we're going for Little Mermaid. And there's a couple of characters in Little Mermaid, like the um, the seagull's quite funny. But I've I'm, not got great Little Mermaid knowledge, to be fair. Close off a Disney fan. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's got to be Sebastian, ah, the crab. Yeah. The crab. It's, it's the two songs... Kiss the girl. Yeah, Peter Andre did that. I know. Not as well though. And I'd yeah. Uh he's he's up there. He's he was great. He was great. The bit where he gets he nearly gets cooked and he just destroys the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's going mad, the chef's going mad. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair, yeah, I agree. And he was quite a torn character as well. I thought he had a great character arc during the story. The way that he wanted to, you know. Stop delving, so, <laughs> stop delving so deep. Trying to give me no, some Disney he, he psychology. Obviously, he obviously really loved Ariel, but she was a tearaway. She was a nightmare. And, 
you know, he couldn't control her and had to Ariel answer to the king. Ariel just didn't want crabs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, go on. There we go. There's your winner. So my final choice is, uh, and it's very apt considering it's coming out today, is going to be Robin Williams as the genie in Aladdin. I mean, just pure joy for the 83 minutes he that, was that Aladdin was an absolute on. master. I've got to give it to you. And as much as I love Will Smith, as much as I love Will Smith... I cannot see in a month of Sunday. No, but do you know what though? I think this is unfair. It's not a comparison. He's just he's doing kind of like his own version. Yeah, and he's, yeah. And he's paying homage. Will Smith has never said I'm going to be a better genie. It's just no, no, I know things happen, can't. don't they? But I think I think because I, I saw a clip of the Prince Ali song yeah, in the so live action. Uh, yeah, it didn't seem that great, did it? It's it not. It's a bit low key, wasn't it? It is a bit low key. I've actually but read. I just think it, this is where animation. Does does take it to an extra level. I've read like. some reviews today though, and 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 you know quite a lot of the reviews are positive. But I am going to see it tomorrow. It's yeah. my anniversary tomorrow, so I'm taking the wife, and we're going to take our little girl as well, just for yeah. some uh, just for some time with her. And and so I am I'm well looking forward to it. But the genie, I mean, you know the songs. I went to. I know you went to see the West End show, and we went to yeah, the West yeah. End show last oh, year. Oh, the genie and that's brilliant. The genie and that is absolutely yeah. clock top draw. Yeah, so. It you know it's just such a great character in and and I'm so intrigued to see what Will Smith's like because he's been on a bit of a slum and he's he's made a couple of a couple of dollops. Oh yeah. Um, After Earth. After Earth. Uh, collision. What, what was it? Collision Beauty. Collateral. That, collateral no, no. Beauty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. Even though I didn't mind that one to be fair yeah. at the cinema, but he's made a few duds. So yeah, I'm hoping. But Genie Robin Williams. Vote now. Just vote for me. Yeah, he was. He he made. He, yeah, he was unreal. Fair play. Go on. Well, he didn't do the sequel though, did he? When no, he but he did back. the third one. He did yeah. Prince of Thieves. Yeah. He didn't do the Return of Jafar. Right, I'm going. Disney knowledge 101. I'm going for Baloo from the Jungle Book as my third choice. It's a good choice. I'm hoping to salvage it here because he was the dot. He was bare necessities. Yeah. Is that him? Yeah. Yeah. Look for the bear, and he was just. He just had a great attitude to life, I thought. Just a great attitude to life. He's like me to negative Nellies <laughs> at school. Yeah. Um, and there's a, scene in, there's a scene in Jungle Book where, obviously, they're doing King of the Swingers, and he sort of puts the coconuts on his face to look like a monkey. And it's when they're all dancing, and he's just... And he makes a lot He does the line where it's just like, I'm gone, man. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just cracking, so... And I think the voice, he was also the voice of uh, Little John in Robin Hood, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I a, yeah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the voice of Baloo, yeah! <laughs> Thunderclap! <laughs> Not that little He was John. the voice of Lil John in the song <laughs> Yeah with Usher. Right, so they three choices. So, um, I've gone for Lumiere, Sebastian Baloo. Adam, Rafiki, Mushu and Jeannie. We'll get the poll up on Facebook uh, as soon as possible. I need to try and do it as soon as I can because um, I keep forgetting and then it's like a week on. So I'll get that up. Uh, right, did you say you've got a story to finish? Yeah, it's just a quick little one that happened uh, recently. Um, basically, obviously I do lunchtime duties and I, uh, I've got football going on, I've got some cricket going on, I've got loads of different things. Um... And there's this one lad who 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 keeps losing, like my sporting equipment, like you know my my balls. 
he keeps <laughs> he keeps losing all my sport balls. <laughs> so he's lost a basketball, he's lost a handball, and he's lost a football this year so far. Yeah. And I give I, I give a few tennis balls out, and uh, and again he's he's lost a couple of them because yeah. he's booted him. And the, the the rule is you can't boot the tennis ball. Yeah. You're not allowed to kick it on the playground. It's throwing and catching just to get him to practice. Simple. Is it motor skills? Fine motor skills. Yeah. It? Yeah. And um, so, <clears throat> anyway, the other day, I give I give these lads this brand spanking new tennis ball, and I love the smell. I love the yeah, you know, yeah. of a new tennis ball. And I gave it him, and I went, strict instructions. I went, this ball does not get kicked. If it gets kicked, you don't get a ball for the rest of the week. Simples. You know, <laughs> meerkat. Simples. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, oh, yeah, no worries, sir. Anyway... They come over looking a little bit shady. Oh, and a little bit shady. And one of the really sensible lads comes over and he goes, "Sir, um, can we get another tennis ball?" And I was like, "Where's the absolute fresh to death one I just gave you, pal?" Yeah. And he went, um, "He's just, uh, he's just lost it." And I, and I look over at this kid. We'll call him. We'll call him Harry. Yeah. I looked over and I went, "Well, Harry's lost it." And he went, "Yeah." And I went, "How do you lose it?" And this guy was staying stum. <laughs> this guy was like not giving anything away. It was like, I was thinking, are you, are you covering for him? <laughs> so I looked over at Harry and I went, where's my tennis ball, Harry? And he went, it's on the roof. So I knew immediately. I was like, he's booted it on the roof. Yeah. So I said to him, uh, you know, proper like, how did it get on the roof, Harry? <laughs> and he went, and he was proper like, you know, getting nervous. And I went, you kicked it on the roof, didn't you? And he went, no. And I went, no. I went, what did you do then? He went, it bounced off my foot. <laughs> right? <laughs> Looked me in the eye, bang into the pupils and went, it bounced off my foot. <laughs> I went, it bounced off your foot and went on a 16-foot roof. Uh. I was like, iron feet, you absolute <laughs> joke shop. That's what I say to him. You absolute joke shop. I was like, get out of my sight. No tennis ball for you, pal. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, I burst out laughing when he said it bounced off my foot. <laughs> I, I stood there, got a tennis ball out the the PE shed, and I just, I like literally launched one at my foot. <laughs> and it literally, you know, went, went across the way or just yeah. up a tiny bit. And I was just like, I've got size 10 feet, Harry. Yeah. What size are you? <laughs> one. <laughs> you know, I was thinking you absolute joker, but... Um, no, yeah. this is it's But I was going to say just really quickly is you know when we're talking about teacher wins and what I love and, and and when you feel mint as a teacher, I love just when you hear like teachers in full flow, like you know, like either reply or say something. And I heard one the other day where there was a kid in the lunch hall and he was just like, and I was walking in to get my dinner and uh, he was sat there and this little kid was just like, I want milk. I want milk. That's what he was shouting. I was thinking, this kid. But you know, I'm 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 on downtime now. I'm thinking someone else that's someone else's problem. So then I, just, I just saw this woman go over. Do you want me to go and find a cow and milk one for you? And I just thought to myself, yes! You know. I went over to her and went, love that line. I love that line. Um, uh. 
there's just nothing better than like just just hitting one out of the park and yeah. just absolutely smashing one. Yeah. Um, right then, so that brings us to the end of another episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. Remember, you can share your stories. We want to hear those confessions, though. They're yeah. the ones we're really after. So head to the website, to mrpspodcast.com. Um, you can uh, find all the information, well, where you can listen to the episodes and stuff if you've not listened to all of them already. Uh, please do head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to get as many uh, ratings to try and hopefully move up the podcast chart. Uh, anything else to mention? No, just uh, have a good half-term. Yeah, yeah, because we'll be finishing for half-term. We'll be back after half-term probably now, won't it? Yeah, yeah. A couple yeah. of weeks, and then we'll be back a few more episodes, and then we'll obviously be taking a bit of a break during the summer. So, uh, yeah, take care of yourself. All the best. See you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.